Dark Humor Consumers to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host. Mm-hmm. And best friend. That's right. <laughs> mm. we, we say that every time. Why do we do that? I don't know, <laughs> but we do. That's fun. We might have a brand new listener, Catherine. That, that is true. If you're listening for the very first time, welcome aboard. That's right. Buckle in. It's going to be a ride. Choo-choo. <laughs> Here we go. We're, I'm looking at our map in the pod lab. Yeah, we have to update it. We do. We have a little yellow pin in all of the regions. We have listeners, some of which we have to look up sometimes to figure out where we put in this pin. That's okay. Yeah. Like, what is this? Do you remember? It's not Asia. No, no, no. Anyway, we don't know our geography yeah, that much. We do too. All right. It's Except for that one. <laughs> I don't know why my brain went there. This is episode number 25. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Considering what you told me earlier about the average yeah. length of a podcast yeah, life. I, I heard that the, on average, podcasts, don't, they don't make it to episode seven. Well... Catherine says, we ain't no quitters. (laughs) I can't believe people quit like that. Whatever whatever happens. Well, they don't have anything to say. They run out of words, I guess. That could be. All right. Maybe maybe we should get to the topic. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. (laughs) Our topic today is violent crime and how to avoid being a victim of it. Yeah. Which follows very well after our last episode, which was on true crime. Yes, we we talked about why women specifically are addicted or seem to be addicted to true crime mm-hmm. podcasts and shows and things. And then we thought, oh, it'd be great to follow up with how to avoid being a victim. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about today. We've got a couple takeaways. One, we're going to do just that. Talk about how to avoid being a victim so, mm-hmm. so that you're never in that position. Yeah. But two, if you do find yourself in that position, what do you do? And that's right. That's very important to know. Mm-hmm. Put up your dukes. <laughs> Plan ahead, ladies. And then uh, thirdly, I have found some tips from an actual mugger. Somebody who mugged over a hundred people. Takes one to know one. It does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's in jail now, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to share tips that he shared on how to avoid people like him mm-hmm. so that you don't get mugged. Very good. Yeah, very, very good. All right, well, let's start with trying to prevent ourselves from even being in that situation. Yeah. What you got for me, Catherine? Well, and we'll start out by saying that we know that you can't prevent uh, everything. But what you can do to kind of prepare in the event that you do. And I have a scary stat. Okay. That um, So street attacks and harassments and assaults in general affect 65% of women today. So that's why we're doing this podcast, right? Okay, so out of 100 women, you're telling me that 65 of them, 65 out of 100 in women, one way or another, right? Because, like, I'm picturing our little church ladies, you know, like our church is maybe 100 people at a mm-hmm. time or something. We go to a small church. 65 of them are going to be assaulted or harassed. In, yeah, in one way or another. Wow. You know what I'm just... Oh. <laughs> what, what happened? Oh, no. I just thought of in the office. Yeah. Phyllis. When she gets punished. <laughs> we have some church ladies, so that came to mind. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. Not funny. You can't help it's it. Not funny. It, it, but <laughs> it it is. That's why it's on the show. All right. In a serious note, though, come uh, back, Catherine. Yeah. Oh, coming back. Okay. Eighty percent of female victims of rape, sexual assault, or sexual assault are attacked by someone they know, but the other twenty percent are these strangers, and that's that's what we're talking about. <laughs> What's that? I was just thinking about when I came up and scared you when you were scrolling mm. your phone and <laughs> yes, <laughs> I scared the For sure. of you. Okay, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so, so you're means... you're distracted. Yes, yeah, you're, I get you're, you. Yeah, whether you're literally talking on the phone or you're doing something, you know, texting, scrolling, right. whatever. Um, on the other hand, one of the arguments is yeah, but you can quickly make an, a phone call. You know, or if you're on the phone with somebody and you're having a conversation, that other person can can call nine one one for you. But I guess the stats are that doesn't really happen. Yeah, it's I not likely. I, I, I don't see that going down. Right. I, I have to go. Wait a minute. I have to unlock my phone. Oh, what? What's my, what's my birthday? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So right. number two point: uh, keep your bag, like your purse, on your less dominant shoulder. I can't. I. I tried that on the way here, so I walked down to Tracy's house this morning. I thought, oh, I'm going to put my bag on my less dominant shoulder. Oh, it's so difficult. But the reason they say that is because you want your dominant arm to be free uh, for, you, you know, so you can end yourself. Hmm. Okay, so yeah. that's a good tip. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't advertise your purchases. So if you have an expensive purse, um, don't carry it around. And... Uh, it's kind of like being flashy, they're saying, on this piece of advice. Yeah, you know, that's sort of a, a catch-22 because yeah. sometimes women want the designer purse because they want the designer purse, but that might make them more of a target because a crook might think they have more money in the purse. Yeah. They don't realize that they spent all the money on the purse. Yeah. And I guess it just depends on, you know, where you're carrying it, whether you're traveling. But this these things happen even in parking lots when you're shopping. Yeah. So it kinda I feel like too that puts it back on the woman. Like don't dress like this. It don't does. Do, don't do this. Don't do that. But what are you gonna but, do? Right. It is the it is what it is out there. Yeah. Uh don't oh, I already said that. Learn how to Exude confidence. And I found that in a lot of different articles. I looked mm -hmm. at so many different websites and a lot mm -hmm. of them said that. And also look at the potential portrayer in the eye, you know, give them the stink eye. <laughs> oh my gosh. I got to tell you this. So um, when, when I was fresh out of college, I was living, I was sharing an apartment with two other girls that were about my age. So we were all early 20s, like 22. Mm -hmm. Okay. So three girls, early 20s sharing an apartment. One's a nurse. And then uh, another one, she was working in a student and I was working at, at the junior college. So the, we're coming and going all night, all times of the night. Cause my nurse friend was working at night. Anyway, um, my, my other friend, not the nurse friend, but my other friend, she used to ride public transportation all the time. Oh. And she, her, that was her trick. She had been, her purse had been, she'd been mugged. Oh, okay. Not hurt. But they stole her purse. Mm. They just wanted her purse, and they grabbed it and took off. Mm -hmm. But it was still scary. Yeah. So then mm -hmm. every time she would look at anybody, she would look them in the eye and yes. open her eyes super wide like she was nuts. <laughs> she said, you got to look crazy. Yeah. Because nobody wants to encounter a crazy person. Yeah. And 
I don't know. It kind of worked for her after that. Yeah. It, and it did give her confidence, like she had some control. Because in the case where her purse was stolen from her, mm-hmm. it was outside of a Cub Foods. Remember Cub Foods? Oh, I sure do. It used to be around. Yeah. And it was right by the watermelons. Oh. And <laughs> Pick up that watermelon and smash it over his head. <laughs> and she wasn't paying attention. And this was way before cell phones. Mm. You know, but she wasn't. If she had been looking around and looking at every single individual in her periphery, like she was a crazy person, mm-hmm. maybe that guy wouldn't have. Well, that's what they say to do. A lot of sources said to do that. Yeah. So. Try it. That's a good one. I'm going to try it. (laughs) Well, we were, this is funny. We were in the pool this morning. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. Well, we're in the pool because Catherine and I do everything together and we're in the, at the gym and it's aerobics basically in the pool and it was a pretty full class and there was. Very full. Yeah. It was very full. Which is good, because we're coming out of COVID, so now people are coming back. Well, there was a man in the class, and Catherine was all suspicious. I'm like, I think we're okay. We're in the pool. (laughs) There's nothing to steal. Yeah. (laughs) I had, well, no. Your bathing suit. That'd be about it. (laughs) Well... I had read so much about being, you know, aware of your surroundings and paying attention to the people around you. Yeah, you were hyper alert. For sure. Yeah, but anyway, we got through it. I'm obedient. True. Uh, Okay, and lastly, use your lion's roar loud. Yeah, they don't like it loud. Yeah. This man is freaking me out. (laughs) Whatever you got to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's it on that. You know what I've heard about that? I've heard you should yell fire instead of help because people are more likely to call 911 if they know there's a fire. If you yell help, help me, help, help, like that, they might not know what to do. But if you yell fire, call 911. Well, my brain is going to, well... That would be, for one, a false alarm. That's and two, true. if you really need help and you're yelling fire, they're going to be looking, where? Where's the fire? When really the problem is right on you. Yeah, true that. You scratch that. Yeah. Okay, you got anything else? No, not for that. It was simple. Right. Well, let me share a couple of the things that I found along that same vein of how to prevent a crime from happening, a violent crime. And this is more so... It's from law enforcement, mm-hmm. so it, and we're going to put some of these links in the show notes so yeah. you can read the full article if you want to. Um, and this is for in your home. Mm-hmm. So it might sound like common sense, but we're going to go over it anyway. Number one, lock your doors. Yes. And your windows. Yeah, we didn't used to do that, Penny and I, in our family. And no, we just just had a sense of security out in the country, which it's a false false. sense of security. It is. No Mm. matter who's listening to this right now, no matter where you live, lock up. Yeah. Lock up your doors, lock up your windows, lock your car. Every time you get in the car, get into the habit of get in the car and hit the locks. You know, sometimes we have those automatic locks where once you start going, Mm -hmm. it locks. But especially for women, we're oftentimes a target target yeah. <laughs> when you're in the parking lot. And so the recommendation is to lock up mm-hmm. as soon as you get in the car. Okay. Number two in the home, cut back your shrubs because yeah. they can hide yeah. in there. Number three, this makes common sense, good lighting. 
know, I remember being afraid to keep the lights on all night because it was expensive, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a light bill or whatever. Mm-hmm. Keep the lights mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And then number four, if you have it in your community, get active with Community Watch. I've heard this many times over the years that those neighborhoods who have those community watch programs mm-hmm. are way less targeted. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it works, huh? Apparently. Yeah. There's, it has an impact, you mm-hmm. know, in some way. Okay, and then from the criminal's perspective, this is the interview, this was a YouTube interview that I watched, and this criminal gave 10 tips on how to not be a victim of somebody like him. Number one, like the interviewer asked him, well, how, what's your approach? Because this guy had mugged over 100 people, hmm. 100 victims. Hmm. And he said, what was your approach? He would ask them, what time is it? Oh. Or mm-hmm. ask for directions. Yeah. So this was back in the day when people wore wristwatches, mm-hmm. which younger people are like, what's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a phone on your wrist with a strap. Tells you what time it is. So so he would look to see if the person had a wristwatch. Mm-hmm. And if they did, he would ask them, what time is it? Mm. And then when they would go to move their wrist to look, mm-hmm. or I guess somebody could ask you that and you could go for your phone to look. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The point was, he was going to strike at the moment that they were distracted. Yeah, they're, yeah, disarmed, really. So make sure if somebody asks you what time it is, or they ask you for directions, that you could either, you could answer them, but from a distance. You Mm -hmm. keep your distance, and, or you could just ignore them and keep going, Mm -hmm. which would probably be better. Okay. So that was actually number two, was to, um, the, the question was, how, and then how do you respond? And that is to keep your distance, keep walking, and most importantly, do not look down. Oh, yeah. Don't look down. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyeballs up. Yeah, and look crazy. All right, number three, uh, who is a target? So the interviewer asked this criminal, who did you target? Mm-hmm. And he said, weak people. Weak. Like, you know, definitely women. Mm-hmm. Although, this is interesting what he said about women. He said that women would scream. Mm-hmm. And that that would get, you don't want a loud target. Right. Get your lion's roar out. <laughs> yeah. So in that respect, you know, yeah, like he said, definitely elderly women were a target. But um, women who he thought might scream, he might pass them up. Mm. And go for men more so. Hmm. quiet is a thing another tip that he gave was uh have mace in your hand yeah it's a deterrent yeah not in your purse if it's in your purse it's not gonna help you right it has to be in your hand and a little discreet too because you don't want the perpetrator to see it oh maybe you do want them to see it actually that they don't try to approach you I think if a crook who was going to try to bonk you on the head and take your purse or Mm -hmm. whatever, or attack you, Mm -hmm. if they knew you had mace, I think they would look for somebody who didn't have the mace. Yeah, yeah. What I think would Mm -hmm. be a good um, crime deterrent tool is to have the mace attached to a long strap that you can wear, like, in a diagonal around your body. Yeah. And have it say on there, I'm armed with mace. Like in bright, like safety colors or whatever, so it can be read from a distance, like something wide, hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so that everybody any, anywhere knows you you've got the mace and you are not afraid to use it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that might be something. Hmm. Let's start a business. Let's sell mace. Yeah, 
Okay, so another um, deterrent is a whistle or a horn. Oh, yeah. So you definitely have your voice, but in the moment of chaos, what if you panic or you can't get the, the sound out? Yeah. How often do you hear a whistle now? Nowadays. I mean, if I heard a whistle in the middle of the street, I would definitely be turning. Yeah. Because you really only hear that, like, on the soccer field or football field, yeah. sports type He thing. said that's definitely a deterrent. Mm-hmm. So, you know what would be good? Uh-oh. <laughs> I know I'm getting all these ideas. A mace thing on a strap with the safety thing that says, I have mace and a whistle a, somehow in the, mm. like, a whistle right here attached to the... Oh, I want to talk about what some things I found about oh, attached. You want to touch, no, touch okay, now? go ahead. Oh, and finish okay, it. okay uh, just two more things. The interviewer asked the criminal, "Where are people most vulnerable? Like in the city, mm. or the suburbs, or the parking lot, or your driveway? What do you think out of those four? I think your driveway. You are and, right. Yeah, you are right. Mm. You're most vulnerable in your in your comfort Own zone. Setting. Yeah." I guess he didn't elaborate on why you why that is. Um... Uh, well, here's what I'm thinking: your guard is down. Yeah, and you may have been uh, watched for quite some time, and you're yeah. completely unaware of that. You're, you're, it all goes back to your your guard is down. Really, when you're at home, yeah, you're you're, you're in your safety zone. Yeah. You're at home base. Yeah, keep stay alert, people. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then finally, um, this might be surprising to learn that Fridays are a day that people are more likely to get mugged than other days of the week because it oftentimes is payday. Yeah. And people well, have more money. Cash. Yeah. Jeez. I know. Mm. I was robbed once. Did you know that? I did not know that. I was robbed $300. But- what? Robbed me. Yeah, I had three. I can't believe I don't know this. Well, first of all, I never have $300 on me. <laughs> I, you know what a. I was going to say? I was going to say, was it a long time ago? <laughs> it was. <laughs> so you know when it was, it was when we were moving next door to you. So I didn't know you yet. Mm. And we had closed our bank account in the previous town that we lived. Mm-hmm. And that was... Oh, I do know this. Yeah. Mm. So so I had drained the, the money. That mm-hmm. was all we had. $300. <laughs> was a lot to me. And some thief took it? Yes. Ah. Yes. And we had just built our house. And so we had poured a ton of cash mm-hmm. into that. And I felt so violated. Well, you know? yeah. Thankfully, the, well, here's what happened. I wasn't assaulted like in a dark alley mm-hmm. or anything like that. I was at a restaurant. I had forgotten my purse underneath the table. And we walked out. Mm. And I called the restaurant because we, we had gotten almost home and it was kind of quite a distance. I called the restaurant. I described my purse and all of that. And then we turned around and went back to the restaurant. I, they had the purse, but the money was gone. Oh, gosh. So who knows? Yeah. Who took it? Well, thank goodness that you weren't mugged. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That would have been way worse. For sure. But yeah. I really was upset about that $300. <laughs> I know. I think I'm over it now. It's only been 20 years. Hope so. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, often, I was so upset that night. Yeah. That I cried. Cried. Mm. I was like, just so upset. <laughs> and then I'm praying for the person to, like, turn the money into something. Yeah. Like, forget it. Just get over it. 
Right. What else have you got over there? Well, on how to prevent or being attacked. Or whatever. Wherever you want to go. Well, you know, here's the thing is we, I want to acknowledge that there are so many tips that we have not mentioned. Oh, I mean, when you're going to your car, fall. when you're in your park, in a parking lot, when you are at a hotel and being aware of your surroundings, there's so many areas in which a woman, a woman is vulnerable. Yeah. And we know that we're only touching on it a little bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I just, I, like, I'd like to say, gosh, be careful when you're at a truck stop or a rest stop. Yeah. And no matter how old you are, because the victim, women victims are between 15 and 49. That's the highest mm-hmm. rate, so. I think that it's a good tip for all of us everywhere, all the time. Mm-hmm. Be on your guard. Yeah, right. I mean, you hate to say it like that, especially nowadays, because um, it feels like the environment out there for criminals is more conducive, you know, like with police departments being defunded mm-hmm. and, you know, different things happening in the news, feel like they're more emboldened. I think so too. Not that I know. Well, there, well, there have been art- articles about that, yeah. kind of highlighting that issue of the cops not being the heroes that we made them out to be, oh, things right. like that. Yeah. yeah, there's been all kinds of... That was of... in our last podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what else do you get to share? Well, are you, do you also have things on what to do if you are attacked? No. Well, I'm going to say, though, this is not part of my list, but Tracy and I were discussing the other day how if you happen to get, like, carjacked mm-hmm. and a perpetrator is in the car and has a gun to your head or, mm-hmm. let's say, even a knife, and that the advice is to run the car into whatever, smash it a into tree. A, a tree, whatever, something yeah. solid that's going to stop you and blow the airbag and, mm-hmm. and and do that. Don't go to the destination the trader is telling you to go to. It's like that. Right, because so. I, I think you when we were talking about that, it was something like it would be better to die there in the car because, mm-hmm. like, what if you said, well, what if the car crash kills me? Better to die there in the car because mm-hmm. wherever you're going, you're about to die. Yeah, of so, a violent... And much more horrible what's going through my mind. Right, right, <laughs> right. With that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I thought that was a really good piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Don't do, don't do things like if uh, you're driving past and another um, car is driving by and they're trying to signal, a man is trying to signal you to, that there's something wrong with your car. Yeah. Don't pull over. Pull over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely don't do that. Oh, and if you're stuck in the trunk of a car, you're supposed to kick out the taillight and stick your hand out there. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to do that, but I guess I would try. I think all kinds of. I think you would probably have an array of ideas and super strength if that perhaps came. Well, to you, you know I would because I'm claustrophobic, so I would be clawing out like a mama raccoon. <laughs> I think you would be. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I think we all have like a, a whole arsenal of powers that we can. Yeah. Kind of call upon. In these situations. That being said, mm-hmm. if you're attacked, uh, don't think, just react. Fight for yeah. your life with whatever you've got. You know, whether it's, if it is your hands, use them. But that that was the, the, the first piece of advice from mm-hmm. this thing. Uh, turn what you think is working against you into something that works for you. Like, so if you are... Um, if your heels are working against you and the fact that you can't run in them, mm-hmm. well, use them in a way that you can. Take it and stomp it on his foot. Mm-hmm. I say his. It, it could be a her, but it, 
likely. Mm. <laughs> um, do things like that. Or if you have something that's like cumbersome, like your jewelry and it's flapping when you're running, use it, like throw it. And um, those, those were the bits of advice to go with that. You know, I also saw somewhere in the research for today's episode that if somebody wants your purse, mm-hmm. just throw it. Throw mm-hmm. it in a, a direction that is kind of oh. away from the perpetrator so that they'll go after it and then you can get away from them. Right yeah, away. Right. That's what they want is your purse. Mm-hmm. Give it to them. Yeah. I'm thinking I have this image of throwing something to a dog and you throw it past the dog and they yeah. have to go running for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Just you try. certainly don't want to escalate any situation. So if a robber or a mugger, if what they want is money, give mm-hmm. them the money. If they want jewelry, give them the jewelry. Yeah. Give, it, give them everything. Get away from them. Yeah. And don't give them your life. And this guy who was in prison, one of the comments that he also made, which wasn't necessarily a point, but it was like a follow-up response to a question, he said, you don't want to escalate the situation. That's, that's yeah. exactly what he said. Was it If, if the perpetrator wants money, mm-hmm. that can be replaced in your world. Mm-hmm. Give them the money. Yeah. And get away from them. Yeah. But don't try, don't try to hold don't. back and protect your money at the risk of, of getting harmed. Yeah, I would say don't challenge them. No. Because they may just take that challenge or consider it a challenge. Right. And then if you stir up anger, then, you know, then then you might have a whole other set of challenges to overcome. Yeah. There's a lot of nutballs out there. (laughs) Okay. uh, Number three, hit your attacker where it hurts. If you're in a chokehold. Don't reach for his arms. Instead, use your knees to hit him in the groin or knee. How could you do that if you're in a chokehold? Doesn't that mean they're behind you? Exactly. So how do you use your knee? No, you kick him in the knee. So if you make, if if he's got you in a Mm chokehold, so that's up here in your neck area. Mm -hmm. And if if your arms are free, don't use them to try to grab his arms to get yourself free. Instead, take your foot and jam it into his groin mm. or his knee. And if, if you think, think about that, his knee would be going backwards then. Oh, yeah, mm. that would hurt. Yeah, that would hurt a lot. <laughs> okay. A real lot. Okay. If you're going to carry a safety item, whether it's a gun, whether it's mace, or um, did you have you ever seen those? They're like this little keychain. Yeah. It's like a cat. You, yes, I have seen that. Yeah, you put your fingers through what would be the cat eyes and then you're left with two pokey ears like triangle shape and they're just plastic you just can uh stab the guy with it in whatever way that you can in the eyes face you can hurt him and i read something about but be careful because it might be illegal in your state and i'm thinking it's illegal for him to attack me right so (laughs) i don't care it's tiny plus when you're under an attack Mm mm-hmm cares that's what i think it's a little because it said even though it's plastic i'm thinking hey that's illegal (laughs) then i don't know what to say about that because it's illegal for him to do what he's doing right oh and when in doubt bitch slap (laughs) what's that mean i know i was like well i think of bitch slap i think it's smack smack (laughs) on the cheek Okay. But it was something way more aggressive than that. It like was just go nuts on Just, it. yeah, stiffen your arm and just with everything you've got, just, I feel like I'm doing it. <laughs> just with everything you've got, punch him in the ear. 
and that's considered a bitch slap, but that's, okay. like I said, not my definition. That sounds like good advice. Yeah. By the way, too, I just want to mention, there are, uh, you can wear undershorts that have incorporated in them an alarm activated by pulling on cut resistance cords that are made from the same material as bulletproof vests. And this was invented by a woman who had been assaulted. And she came up with these shorts. They're called safe shorts. They even have a little lock on them. And like I said, the cords cannot be cut by regular... Wait, 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 wait. Is it like a modern-day chastity belt? Is that <laughs> That's what funny because I was thinking of that, too. Um, well, it sounds like say... it, if it's like... Well, I, I, I hate to use the word impenetrable, but if it's impenetrable... Isn't that what it's implying? That a criminal who's going to try to rape you is not going to be successful he's if you not, have these shorts on. He's not going to be able to get her pants down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. Okay. So, and it, okay, so if he tries, and if he tries in, in, to pull the pants down or pull this cord, it sets off an alarm that goes to wherever she's designated it to go off. Do. So is the alarm audible to her and the perpetrator in the moment? Or is know. it like signaling the police, like, come to this location? Uh, let's see. I, I don't know. I could see I could see an alarm going off in the moment. Oh, I think it does. This also activates when someone tries to remove the garment by force. Uh, that's, you know, that's a yeah. serious level of commitment the woman's part to prevent crime. For sure. You I, should see the look on her face. She's got this serious, like, you don't mess with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I can understand if you've been victimized. Yeah. You would. I would. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't understand because I've not been victimized. You know? I think that if you had been a victim of a violent crime, that makes sense. Yeah. In fact, this site, it's a BBC. Um, BBC put this out. And it's quite a, it's a few women who had been attacked who came up with these inventions that I actually want to get some so this other gal she has this pendant it's a necklace and it's actually like a panic button cool yeah um there's another one that oh it's a ring and it's the same concept but when you press on it it can activate either sorry (laughs) Tracy's you ever get she's trying to hold back a yawn yeah, and that look that, that yeah. people get when they try to hold it back is quite I'm, funny i'm not tired and i'm not bored sorry <laughs> it just came on to me. my co-host is falling asleep during her own podcast <laughs> i hope our I'm listeners like, are I'm not like, falling asleep no no go ahead come on now we're talking about <laughs> being motivated yes i'm all pumped up i feel like no. i could just Want somebody right now? I felt like that in the pool this morning. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, I did. It's funny. Yeah. Okay, so let's make sure that we put, remind me when we do the show notes yeah. to put that yeah. in there. Yeah. Because now I'm curious. I got to see what these pants look like. <laughs> and, okay, that's what it also got me going. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I hope they have some spandex in those pants because how are you going to get them on? Because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be setting off the alarm just trying to get a pants on well, now that, and get them off. Now that you're saying that, so the picture shows a lock, at her, a combination lock, no less. That's <laughs> a at her waistband, At her waistband, I'm thinking, ooh, every time you have to go to the bathroom, you yeah. got to undo all that stuff. Hey, 
if you've been attacked. Right. And you, I think this is more for runners. Like, I think this gal was out running. Oh, Moral of the oh, story oh, oh, oh. is yeah, don't, don't run. run. <laughs> Go join the gym and get in the pool with all the seniors. But there's, there's no. Mm, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So the smart ring. I, I'm gonna look into this a little more. What does the ring do? The, the smart ring is like a panic button as well. And it can alert whoever you have set up to be alerted, whether it's your husband, your what friend, whatever, that person will be alerted that you're in danger. And um I think it has somewhat of a GPS you know, almost like find find my phone or Yeah, it you would know. have to, otherwise what yeah. are you gonna do? Right. So those are some neat things there. Cool. Yeah. Very exciting. And I think we should all be taking self-defense classes. I say that, but I always intended to, and I never did. That I wish I CPR, had. both of them. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, darn. <laughs> well, put it on the list of things to do. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Anything? Yeah, no, that's it. All right. Well, this has been an interesting walkthrough. Yeah, for sure. Just the skimming the surface of how to not the victim of a violent crime. Yeah. Huh. I wish we could list all of it, but we would probably, we would drone on I'd be on. sound asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I think Our it would be. listeners would hear this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catherine gives me a hard time because I'm such a good sleeper. Mm. And mm. I just fall asleep and stay asleep. You do. You mm. fall asleep easily. <laughs> I actually can fall asleep kind of easy, but I just can't stay asleep. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, let's share some inspiration. Yeah. Some spiritual inspiration to right. our, you know, to our friends here that are have joined us on this podcast because we can't leave them, you know, down in the dumps. No. We have to lift them up. We've got to lift you up. So Catherine and found this beautiful prayer. Yeah. So read the prayer. All right. This is something we would encourage you to do with us and. Even on your own. Just yes. pray for this protection. Yeah. So the prayer is, Heavenly Father, thank you for being our protector. Look to you for your shelter from all hurt, harm, and danger. We put our faith in your name. We find our complete protection and safety in you, our Heavenly Father. And so by faith, we run to you for safety. Mm. Yes, amen. amen. Isn't that comforting, friends? Mm-hmm listeners mm-hmm. that should be very comforting yeah so there's a big battle broken world out there that we all live in but you know we can take comfort and hope in our god mm-hmm. let's do that we're going to put the prayer in the show notes okay so that if anybody that's listening wants to have a copy of the prayer we'll have it mm-hmm. all right our next episode this is very exciting mm-hmm Catherine and I, we both gained weight during COVID. Mm-hmm. And we gained weight that we lost previously to right. COVID. Right. And, and a few pounds. So we gained it all back. <laughs> Plus a little Keeps bit. Daddy got <laughs> well, it's not new weight. It's old weight. I've been fighting. No, I I've have been, new weight. Well, I know. But I mean, we have the old weight first and then the new weight. Yeah. So we have the old and the new. Yeah. Both. So. But That's the good news. What's the good news? <laughs> the good news is we never give up. We're no, old we Winston Churchill that way. Never, 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 never. We never give up. And we decided that together, because we're besties and we do things together and we motivate each other. We 
together, we are going to do a 100-day journey, mm -hmm. wellness journey. Right. And we're going to talk about that in our next episode, so don't miss it, mm -hmm. because maybe you, too, are like us and, you know, went for the comfort food during the pandemic, you know, and the stretchy pants. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you, you can't fit into anything. Yeah. <laughs> or you're just discouraged. No. You want a new plan. Yeah. And you can only blame the pandemic for so long. Right. Now it's time to get up and do something about it. Yeah. So, so, so we have looked into a couple different things that we're implementing, one of which is the gym. That's right. Very, our gym was closed during the pandemic. Yours probably was too, mm -hmm. if you're, you know, a gym person. So the gym was one thing, and we also looked into intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. which our friend down the street, Carol, Mm -hmm. She told me about it, and then I told you about it. Yeah. And Carol seems to have it together. She seems to know what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. so, so intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. so that's that's another cue. And then the other thing which I found, which led me to the Galveston diet, Yeah. which is sort of a healthy, healthy version of the intermittent fasting thing. We we're going to talk about all of it next episode. Yes. So tune in. Tune in. You've we'll been see. listening to Life Happens Laugh Anyway, and I'm still... Me and Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>